is Jason Manford. This is Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Hope you're well. I'm joined by Tom Rigglesworth. Good morning. morning. Good morning. You sound jolly. I try to be. You are, you are. I like that. That's definitely more awake than I am. Uh, If you're up and about this morning, uh, do uh, let us know why. Why you're up. We we like to have a little bit of a moan at the beginning of the show. About being up early? Yeah, it's uh, because it's Sunday. We wouldn't do it in the week. Yeah. But because it's Sunday, no, there's no... Real reason you should be up unless you've got a plane to catch or something, yeah, or something fun, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, that's what we're after this morning. As always, we like to have a little moan for the first uh, sort of 25 minutes of the show. Uh, why, why people are already on my uh, I posted it on Facebook this morning, uh, on the way into the studio, why people are up, um. Quite a few, mainly kids, obviously, that's that's the main reason. They don't care that it's a Sunday. Uh, Emily says, uh, because my two-year-old son found my nail varnish and decided to paint the iPad and the coffee table with it. Oh, that's not coming off. That's, no. I mean, there is uh, there is nail varnish remover, but I'm not sure. That might make it worse. I don't know how it works. He, 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 he did work it in, yeah, yeah. I don't think any warranties cover cosmetic. <laughs> well, it would be cosmetic damage, wouldn't it? It would literally be cosmetic <laughs> damage. Uh, so, 8, 12, 15. And not, not only... Uh, are they uh, young, uh, young people? Lizzie says, uh, I got woken up at 5.30, uh, not by my four-year-old, but by my 65-year-old dad, who has stayed with us this weekend. They love getting up early, old people, That's don't they? double-pronged attack, isn't it, for her, poor lady? <laughs> I'm enjoying it, because I don't normally get up early, so no. I, I quite enjoy the feeling that I have now yes. of mild delirium. Yeah, it's weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Sort of like, oh, it's like some, some weird drug affecting your yeah. brain. I've had like, three and a half hours sleep. <laughs> <laughs> this could go anywhere. <laughs> well, I will look forward to it. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Lemonheads on Absolute Radio. Cool. That's a that was a busy one to get us up there. It's good at up tempo. That's it? what you need. That's yeah. what you need at this hour. Uh, it, it starts to slow down ever so slightly, but uh, we've got Bob Marley coming up in a minute. That'll yeah, that's a gear change. Send us it? right back down. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's You're what we confusing like. the nation. Jason. That's what we like. So you were you were you were a couple of gigs last night. You were Manchester. I was at Liverpool yeah. um, to start with, yeah. and then um, Manchester to finish. And we're here now in Manchester. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure how we're going to get out because it's the big run this month, the Manchester run. Oh, is that what it, I saw signs yeah. saying event? Yeah, so it's the 10k. They never say enough information on those signs on no. the motorway, they just tease you. <laughs> yeah, so much happening. Event, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so te- the 10k run, and it runs right past uh, Castle Quay here, which is where we're, 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 we do the show from. And, I, I've uh, got very bad history with this sort of thing. I think we might be trapped. Well, you know, recently, about, this is about a year ago, I, I was doing the opposite of what I did last night. I was doing mm. Manchester and then Liverpool, and there's a comedy club in Liverpool called Baby Blue. Oh yeah, yeah, on the docks. On yeah. the docks, yeah. and I was parking my car, and you only just make this double you do one gig and then you drive to the other and you you cut you it's tight seconds yes yeah, yeah, so off st- it's like so so double is like off stage yeah. Uh, you've done your gig off stage, straight in the car, drive over to the other town, straight on stage, pretty much. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, and you, you, you're calling and texting as, yeah. as you're pulling up. Sometimes the compare is on, yeah, while you're parking, yeah, like yeah, it's just absolutely. Tight, and it? you've got to wander in and somehow yeah. make yourself known but not known. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's exciting. Yeah. It so what I was doing was parking outside Baby Blue on double yellows on the dock. It's all double yeah, yellows yeah, around there. Is, yeah. Doing that gig and then moving my car into the hotel. I think I did that on Thursday and Friday, mm. and then Saturday. 
I thought, oh, I'll leave it because Sunday morning I was planning to drive to Hathersage right. to meet my wife to live, have a yeah. nice night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we weren't living there. Oh, right. I was, okay. I was showing it off. Oh, I, I was, see. This was, about, this was me Before introducing the wife to Hathersage. Got you. And uh, so I had a beer or two and thought, well, I'll leave the car overnight. Makes Sunday sense. morning, what can possibly go wrong? That would be totally fine. Yeah. And so I go to sleep in a hotel for six hours. I wake up and I think, right, I better get the car. And I think, well, rather than have breakfast at the hotel, I'll just get in the car, get out of Liverpool, yep. st- and then stop at the services, right? Good shout. So I've not even brushed my teeth. I've wandered down, checked out the hotel, gone to get my car. It is the Liverpool Triathlon. Oh, no. The dock's on lockdown. There's just those railings. If I move my car one way, I go in the dock. <laughs> yeah. If I move my idea. car the other way, I take out four or five cyclists who are <laughs> bombing over the finishing line. I'm stuck. I had to get the train and leave the car till the next day. <laughs> You're joking. Well, no. I don't know how it... The only, the only way I... Because I get home, usually, down the road that they're running on. Yeah. And the, I thought to myself this morning, I might have to just print off a number. <laughs> yeah. I'm have to print off a number. I mean, I brought my trainers. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Bit of Bob. Bit of Bob. <laughs> he he caught bit. you on the hop there. He did, well, there, yeah. He? he finished a bit earlier than I was expecting. <laughs> I, was, I was having a little sip of tea. <laughs> Come on, Bob. Play yeah. to the end of the song, son. They don't really do the fade-outs anymore, do they? Like in, in modern songs. I like a fake. No, no, they, they, they're the end. They very much end. Yeah. Poof, end. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, they were like, I don't know how to end this. I'll leave, it, I'll leave it up to the DJ. Yeah, yeah, I'll just keep repeating this yeah. last bit. <laughs> I kind of respect it. Uh, 8.12.15, if you're up and about this morning, uh, it'd be nice to hear from you. Uh, Terry driving from Hampton Court to Southampton to buy a car. This is the randomness that we have. Hampton uh, Court to Southampton. Yeah, to buy a car. To buy a car. You do have to do a bit of journeying when you're buying a car, don't you? Because you look yeah. online, you think, I had to go to Grimsby to Yeah, I, I bought one in, in, in Cambridge, and it was like, wor- like the money saved was worth the travelling. The, like, the messing about. Yeah, it was like yeah. Skoda Octavia. I remember it well. <laughs> the car of the taxi driver. <laughs> when I was doing the circuit, yeah, I was like, I need a car that taxi drivers drive. Uh, hi Jason, we're up now, this is the difference Chloe and Stuart, we're up nice and early On our way to Vegas Wow, that's that's a reason to that's get up That's a reason to get up uh, Jim uh, says he's up installing a pigeon net I don't know what that is Like some a sort pigeon of net? Very basic internet Very basic Pre-modem that Yes, it's a bit, yeah uh, Bob's up fishing in Yorkshire don't know why, but that's what he's doing. And uh, Poppy and Joe, good morning, Jason and Tom. We're up very early uh, because we're excited. We're going on a cruise. Not just any cruise, though. The new biggest cruise ship in the world. Oh, that thing that um, birthed at uh, Yeah, it was there the other day, wasn't it? She said, I They'll hope probably it. see the other guy getting his car. <laughs> she will, yeah. They'll probably see the other people flying to Vegas. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> it's past the top floor. Equinox of listeners, wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, who else is up? Uh, morning, Jason. Up early and going for a swim. My eighty-three-year-old dad just brought me coffee. Where do these oldies get the energy from? It's not—it's not energy. It's fear. They get up what, early. To get up, get yeah, up because early. they get into a stage in their life where they go, "I better start making the most here." Like lying. Yeah. yeah, because why would you have a lie-in when you think I don't know how many more days I've got? I think that's the way it works. Like so my nana's like that. It's a na- sense of urgency, you mean? 92, yeah. Kicks she, in. She suddenly starts thinking, I'm going to start having more of the day here. That's what I'm going to start doing. I don't know why, what it is. My gran often gets up at six o'clock, then goes downstairs and falls asleep on the couch. Yeah, as a nap, uh, eight as till nap. nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just sleep till seven, what are you yeah. doing? But they go to bed so early, so it... There is an element of that, yeah. They are sensible. And also they don't use an awful lot of energy. No, they're quite sedate. In the day, yeah. yeah. God love yeah. them. I mean, I, I, my gran is unbelievable, even at this age. How old is she? 
She's 92. Wow. Yeah, she's got, we went, we took her out for a meal the other week and uh, somebody started singing happy birthday on another table and uh, was that a floorboard then? That was a really noisy floorboard. <laughs> it sounded like me or Tom did Little Trump, but it was the floorboard. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, somebody singing happy birthday to a granddad on another, say, yeah. uh, on another table. With a cake and sparklers involved. The lot. One of them, yeah, yeah, the lot. And it was a big, it was a big thing. The staff joined in, you know, it was one yeah. of them. And uh, happy birthday, went for it. And uh, my gran uh, leant over, what's going on over there, you know? And I said, oh, it's a birthday, Nana. She, she, she said to one of the people on the table, how old is he? And he said, oh, it's his 80th. She said, oh, a whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A whippersnapper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, if, I, if I knew then what I knew now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'd love to be 80. <laughs> I'd love to be 80. I love my, my little girls have got sort of a slight concept of uh, age, you know, because she's, she's very old. And uh, they do say things like, hey, when Nana gets to 100, she gets a letter from the Queen. I've convinced them that yeah. if she gets to 200, she gets to live with the Queen. Yeah, yeah it seems I've, a reasonable... Yeah, I've convinced yeah. them. I've convinced them yeah. that that is exactly what's happening. You also get a letter from the Queen when you've been married 60 years, I think. Oh, is that the other one? Yeah, because my granny made it to 60 on the marriage thing, yeah. got a letter from the Queen, and then she was gunning for the 100. I think of she course. was 94 when she checked out, but oh. uh, I think she had her eye on a double telegram, yeah. <laughs> which is a, a rare haul, I think. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. My my daughter said um, when she was 90, they went, 90's a big birthday, isn't it, Daddy? I said, yes, yeah, it is. They went, right in front of her, they went, I mean... She'll probably be dead by 100. That's, that's like, what? Great, thanks. Statistically true. <laughs> yeah, God bless her. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. I was watching some of your uh, YouTube clips on, uh, online last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, some, uh, some very... Fu- you're very funny. You've always been very funny. We've done lots of gigs together, haven't we? Yeah, years? yeah, fair few, yeah. And uh, I've... Uh, what's the... I mean, I've not had to do the circuit for a bit. Is it, is it all right? Is it, is it's great fun, yeah, yeah. It's good when you can do two or three in a night and you just yes. go around, bang, bang, bang. Then it's, you feel like you put a shift in. Yeah, it's, but do you ever do that thing? Because I... A few years ago, Jimmy Carr said to me, because he's one of them who, even now, even though he's on tour, will do two gigs in a day. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though he doesn't have to, right? Yeah, yeah. He'll do two, two gigs in a day. So he said to me... Well, like a matinee. Yeah, so he'll do like a five o'clock and then a nine o'clock or, a, you know, a, yeah. a six o'clock and a, a nine o'clock, something like that. Um, because he knows what, exactly what's coming, I guess, in his shows. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas I'm a bit like you, I'm a bit... I'll, I'll have a chat and see what happens. Yeah. And uh, so he recommended it. So I said, all right, I'll try that. So I did ten shows in five days in Norwich. And um, I don't know if, this, <laughs> if you've ever done this, right, but in show nine of, uh, oh, no, show no show eight, so, oh. the, so the second one of the night on the fourth night, uh-huh. uh, I'm halfway through a bit, like whatever it was, and I went back to a heckler on the front row yeah. who wasn't there. He'd been at the earlier show. Easily done. I mean, Easily it was done. the weirdest thing. I was like, hey, do you remember when Ralph before... Yeah. Oh, oh you don't know Ralph. Ralph yeah, was oh, here. The, at- the firemen sat here. Where the firemen? Where the fire? Oh, that Ralph was, was oh. here at seven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> In Brighton, they, they, there's a gig called The Comedia. Oh, yes. And they have two shows running almost simultaneously. In fact, they are simultaneous. Not, not bang on. They, I think one starts at eight, one starts at nine. Right. And if you compare... You, you basically you bring an act on and then you go and you compare the other gig oh, that and then you have weird. to come back to the first which you you're ju- literally two gigs on the go yeah. at once and when you, oh, when I compared oh you have to have a member of staff escort you around just going around <laughs> now go to the toilet now have a drink <laughs> now go on to this gig there's some teachers on the front row do you remember and you just <laughs> 
It's a great feeling, though. Yeah, I bet, I bet. So, 8.12.15 is the text this morning. Uh, we're seeing who is up and about uh, and why you're up and about this morning. And like I said, what I love about it is it's the eclectic mix of why people are up. Uh, it's some people coming in after a big session from a Saturday yeah, night. I'm sure. And it's other people up early off the church. You know, so you or sort of get a real mix of people. Or <laughs> making uh, pigeon net. Uh, Billy is uh, taking uh, Bex and the girls, Minnie and Emily, to Gulliver's Kingdom in Matlock. Oh, in Matlock. Great place. Yeah, yeah. she's off there. They're off there for Exciting. the first time. Uh, Neil and Rach, uh, they had uh, the day off from the children yesterday, uh, a full night off, and yet their brains have still woken them up <laughs> at this ridiculous hour. They're furious. And Jack in London's up early to drive into Oxford to jump out of a plane a few times in the sunshine. He's a few that. times? A few times. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, I thought, you know... You Unless just... he's on a rope and he climbs back up. Do you ah. think, like, yeah, <laughs> is it, it some, some sort of plane-based bungee <laughs> that you just, just wind him back in, <laughs> lob him out again? Maybe it's a new thing. Surely you'd OD on adrenaline. Yeah, after that. a while you go, bored? Yeah. <laughs> bored of this. <laughs> Seen it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Sam in Plymouth on the line. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. Morning, pal. You're on a bus, are you? I am, yes. Okay, all right. This is, we'll try and keep this uh, quick so you don't annoy everybody. Uh, now, I, I've not told Tom the reason that you were up this morning, but I, I, I liked why you were up. Why, why are you up this morning, Sam? What have you been doing? Uh, I've just finished work um, protecting a warship. Protecting a warship? Wow, protecting a warship? How about that, Tom? You're just off duty, Sam. I am, yes. So what do you, what do, you do? Are you are you part of the military, or is it a private company, or what...? I am in the military, yeah. Wowzer. And, 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 and you're allowed to tell us where the warship is, or would that be, like, after a full time of... security, full, Like a full day of protecting it, you just <laughs> let it go. <laughs> oh, it's just oh, the yeah, docks at Plymouth. You're after ball, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts is it, uh, Sam? It's based in Plymouth. It's down in Plymouth. Lovely stuff. And what do you have to do to protect a warship? Because it... I, I, from what I know, they, they're quite good at protecting themselves. What do you have to... What do you do? Uh, just kind of... Look after it. Make sure the people are okay. The surrounding yeah. area, etc. And and did it, was there any incidents? Or was it was all fine. Any drunken no, Plymouth? Uh, yeah, I bet. I mean, even if you were hammered. And you were like, oh, it's a warship. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, you sober up pretty like, quickly, wouldn't when, you? When people turn over a kebab van. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to have a stab at a warship. No, no. Wow, that's brilliant, Sam. Well, thanks for joining in, mate. No problem. Best of luck on that bus. Off he goes. Wow, from a, a, warship, a warship, and then he gets a bus home. That's impressive, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's the full spectrum of transport, isn't it? <laughs> it's everything. It's a helicopter to go-kart. It's everything. <laughs> Music matters. I went to see Sarah Millican last night. Actually. Did you? Yeah, I meant to mention that. How was she? Fabulous. Oh, she's great. Isn't it's she? a great show. Yeah, she's about hundred. Well, she's actually a hundred dates in. Last night was a hundredth show. I went up to Blackburn uh, to uh, to see the show there. You know, we were talking earlier about um, doing loads of gigs and stuff and having odd times. Blackburn, for some reason, for me, every time I go, I always have a weird. Something weird happens. It's a peculiar place. It's it's an Darwin. Darwin yeah. is nearby. The most ironically named place, because evolution doesn't seem to have got there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, Darwin. That's a joke. Uh, but, um, yeah, Blackburn is weird. When I went... Um, once I went, someone threw a nappy at me, which was weird. Did they? Yeah, on stage. Uh, clean? Yeah, clean one. They're not animals. Yeah. Uh, but they threw a, a nappy at me. Because I think I'd mentioned something in the day on Facebook about... I, I, basically, my daughter had, had, you know, done a filled an appy, uh. and I said on Facebook something around, you know, when, well, you don't not got kids, but there's a moment where where one is so bad, like so horrible. I said, 
I said the line, um, I said, that nappy didn't, uh, I, I, I didn't change that nappy. That nappy changed me. <laughs> like, that was the sort of line. So I used it on Facebook that day. And uh, I thought, oh, that's, that's a decent joke. That'll, yeah. that'll, that'll yeah, become I'll a gag at some point. Yeah. yeah. Somebody decided to throw a nappy at me as a sort of, do that joke that you did today on Facebook. It was really weird. Uh, it's a really, reminder. Yeah, do that. It was really, like, as, as if I'd had, like, as if I was Peter Kane, they'd thrown some garlic bread at me. Like, yeah. it was a catchphrase. Do the nappy bit. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Really weird. Did they, I mean, did they off it gently, or was it quite an aggressive wang? Um, it was an aggressive wang. Was yeah. it? It'd have to be, mind you, they're quite soft. That's a hell of a phrase, that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> aggressive wang. <laughs> Sounds early, like a website. <laughs> uh, and uh, the last time I went, and this is really odd, right? There'd been an armed robbery. I think I might have talked about this on on, on my last show or last DVD. But there was, there'd been an armed robbery in Blackburn. Um, in Blackburn, the jewellers on the high street uh, had been done over, and uh, and so it was quite exciting. I went for a little little nosy, and yeah. I saw one of the funniest things I've ever seen uh, when I looked out there. They had a van, right? So over over here we have. Um, Obviously, in America, they have CSI and that, and over here, we don't, we don't really call them CSI. I don't know what we call them, but there's, there's no, a different it, phrase uh, uh, that we use over here. And, uh, and what, in Blackburn, for some reason, they've gone with CSI. There's a van, and on the side it said CSI Blackburn. <laughs> I thought, wow, that franchise <laughs> is on its backside. Yeah. Is it two in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> CSI Blackburn, imagine that. Coming then, up after the break. And then I thought, I, I would actually watch that. <laughs> like, if yeah. that was a programme, that'd be brilliant. Fantastic. So, um, but then the other weird thing that actually happened, which I don't think I told anyone about at the time, was um, the police came into the venue at the King George's Hall. They came into the venue to question the, the company manager because they thought the robbers, because they'd seen two and a half thousand people uh, coming into this venue, they thought the robbers had managed to get in the crowd and just have a sit down like, and have a watch of the show. Just yeah. found, found a couple of empty seats. And a, that's a good get. Oh, that's a brilliant idea, yeah. isn't it? Just do over jewellers and, and then, then walk three into hours. a gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's impressive. like escape to victory the other way around, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if they were there or not, and if they were laughing. But I mean, I, what my idea? They were stripy, stripy were they, shirts were, with a swag were, bag. Yeah, yeah. Or just <laughs> covered in gold and loads of jewellery. You can't miss them. So if you are up and about this morning, do let us know. Uh, always nice to hear from you. Helen and John uh, just tuned in, uh, have worked out what this is. What are you going on about today? That's the question. What are you going on about today? We're going on about when you last got to your car. Oh, yes. Drive it off. That's what we're talking about. So when was the last time you got to your car? And didn't, well, I, Liverpool I did one? that in Liverpool where, where I got back and my yeah. car had been parked in... The, basically the finishing line of Liverpool Triathlon. Mm. So that was a non-starter. And then um, a bit ago, I was with um, comedian and friend Paul Tonkinson. Uh, a friend of the show. Very, very yes. lovely man. We were in Birmingham and we did the gig and then we got back to the car. And it was one of those, not a proper car park, you know, it's just a bit of wasteland yeah. that you chuck you a fiver at. Yes, of course. So there's no bays or anything like no. that. But but you still hope that the system operates under a vague premise of, of common yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got back, we'd been boxed in. Every which way, boxed in, and we, we don't know what we're doing. We no. just stood looking at the car going, we, you know, oh, can we get trains? We, we, you know, people <laughs> phoning home going, I'm really sorry. I'm gonna... And then, um, fortunately, a group of lads who uh, looked a bit unsavoury at first, mm. but they wandered over, and they, um, with their help, we basically pushed the smallest car, which wow. happened to be a Corsa, out the way. Wow, We just bounced it forward. Even it with was his handbrake on and everything? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, I didn't even really know you could quite... do that. No, me neither. We just sort of boinged it Strength. forward. Strength. And then that must have freaked the person out when they got back. Like, we, mo we moved it back. Oh, did you yeah. put it back as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. No, no. <laughs> We're not animals. <laughs> Love it. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. 
Music Matters. Socko, they're called over here. Who are? Socko. CSIs. Scene, scenes of crime officers. Socko? Socko, yeah. Uh, Colin's just... Uh, Messaged into. Oh, that's the good thing about radio. So those Blackburn it? lads are just. Uh, they've got they've got a bit above the station. Yeah. CSI Blackburn. <laughs> Speaking. <laughs> you are the jewellers. <laughs> We're on our way. Soco Soco team. Uh, somebody just messaged me on um, on the old uh, Twitter actually, uh, as uh, as you can probably hear. I've got my phone near the microphone. Uh, who uh, it was? Uh, oh, Dave. That was it. Dave. He said went to the. If we're talking about cars getting blocked in. Yeah. Get back to the car. He said went to an M M&M and M gig in Milton Keynes after getting free tickets from a pal uh, hated it he hated it left early only to find that in the field I'd parked in someone had blocked my car in from both sides so I had to sit there for three hours waiting for the gig to finish <laughs> didn't even go back in fuming that's how much he hated it I've my my two times the cars uh, I've had problems with the car. First one uh, was uh, in town. I'd gone to a meeting and I'd parked in what I thought was an all right place to park. Um, but so it always out, starts. Yeah, yourself. I thought oh, this will be all right. I'll park yeah, it here. Fine. It definitely wasn't. And um, I uh, I had to do when I got back out. I was like, I'm going to get this out. And the only way I could get out through this little gap was to turn the car round. So obviously your front wheels have got the dexterity to, to, yeah. to get out of a tiny gap. I had to do, and I'm not exaggerating, a 45 point turn. <laughs> like tiny micro that, movements. You're looking at 20 seconds per point. Yeah, it was a long time. Because like, you're, you're oh, slowly going. <laughs> yeah, it was like tiny. Have you got oh, sensors on your car then? Did, not did, did, at the time, did, I didn't. No, no, it was, it was before, before I was doing all right. And uh, it was very much just myself. And when I got out, I had the window down and everything. Somebody was sort of helping me a little bit, but nothing anyone could really do. I love it when people help. It's people just people want to. Yeah. Keep going. That, Keep, that'll do. That'll yeah. do. All right, mate. Yeah, I know. I don't, don't crash. When I got out, about 20 builders who had all been on their lunch break stood up and gave me a round of applause. <laughs> like, oh, fair play. Fair play to him. Done well there, lad. It's personal best, that. 45 points in. I didn't think he was going to do it. How much did you have either? You must have had inches. Then. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was absolutely tiny. And the other time was, uh, I went to see the, uh, just the right, Dave reminded me then, uh, going to a gig, I went to see The Who uh, at Knowlesley a few years back. They did a gig in the park. Not the safari park. It wasn't like there was no danger involved, uh, but it was near the safari park, and uh, we went to the Who, and it was so rainy and windy and horrible. Uh, the gig finished, and when I got to the car, it was like in four inches of mud. Nobody could get out. And we basically about however many cars, I don't know, 5,000 cars, something like that, uh, all had to wait for essentially two tractors, <laughs> which pulled us all out. Two tractors did the hot. We, we got out. It was a gig about 20 minutes from my house. It finished at quarter past 10. I got home at half four in the morning. Oh. It was. The, it really spoilt it. There was a queue for the tractors. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was really. It was not nice at all. And years later, I ended up doing a gig uh, for the Teenage Cancer Trust. And one of the patrons, one of the main patrons, is Roger Daltrey. And uh, I was stood in a photo shoot with Roger Daltrey, like thinking, what am I going to talk about we just stood there in silence what am I going to talk about uh, with uh, Roger Daltrey legend and uh, so I thought oh, I'll, I'll, I'll bring that up that's what we've got in common the cars in the field I said hey I did uh, I went to see you actually yeah, years ago and uh, I um, I went to see uh, you at Knowsley and uh, I, 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 the car got stuck in uh, in a load of mud, and uh, oh, it was a nightmare absolute nightmare what about you guys did you at what time did you use uh, Get out, like, you know, did that. I bet the tractor went to you first, you know. He went, helicopter. 
Like he didn't even. It wasn't even a, a conversation. He just went helicopter. I love. It. I love it when you've got the correct vehicle for the job. Yeah, like, like, absolutely. I think it was last year. It snowed heavily in Sheffield when it, when it snows. Yeah. Um, it cripples. It's so hilly. Yeah. It, 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 and uh, my friend's dad had recently bought a four by four in his element, Maybe. ferrying people around. People giving him lifts. Yeah, I love that though. It's it, nothing like having the right, right vehicle for the right job. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. I'm joined by Tom Riddlesworth. Good morning. This morning, uh, who uh, started us uh, a little topic early on when his car got stuck at a triathlon, uh, mainly because we're trapped here at... Uh, yeah, he's, he's just predicting our imminent future. Yeah, so when it? we finish at 11 o'clock, we're trapped because of the Manchester 10K run. Are we really, though? Run. I think we may be. Because I've got to get to Banbury. Well... Unless I'm, I think, I'm meeting the wife. Well, you'll be doing the first 10k walking. On <laughs> running yes. dressed as a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it's going to happen. Uh, but uh, a, co- <laughs> yeah. a couple of people uh, messaged in. Uh, this is from Linda in Ramsbottom. She said, I once got back to my car to find it had been locked in a supermarket car park. To be fair, the attendants had put a note on the windscreen to let me know what time the gates opened the next day. That was nice. I want it. That's yeah. nice. at 6.30. Yeah. My brother came down to pick me up and decided he could fit the car, it was only a Clio, between the two bollards on the pavement, so managed to drive the car out. Would have loved to have seen the faces of the attendants the next morning when the car park was empty. They, oh, yeah. Nothing like a little bit of... Uh, Breakout. Oh, yes. And Steph uh, message said, we went to see the meat puppets uh, and left the van at a tube station car park overnight. Got back to find a market had set up in the car park. <laughs> had to move 20 lawnmowers, clothes racks, several market stalls, table and drive through crowds. But we did get out. Legendary. That's what we're after this morning. Yeah. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, you've probably seen it this week. There was this clip on Facebook Live and uh, it's the it's massive, absolutely massive. It's It's... It's been seen by a hundred million people, something ridiculous like that, of a woman opening a box and getting out a Chewbacca mask and then laughing. There you go. I gotta take off my glasses for it. <laughs> oh, naturally. Okay, here we go. So, yes! So she's sat in a car, now watch putting a mask on. actually moves. Does it, start, does it start off like an unboxing video? Then? Yeah. <laughs> That's not me making that noise, it's the mask! Here, listen. Absolutely flew online this week that clip, and uh, because it's just really joyous, I think that's what I think that's what um, it just got into just got into people's. Uh, yeah, it's got a sort of laughing policeman quality. Isn't yeah, it? I think it's just the yeah. contagious nature. Of yeah, people she's really just so happy when you see the. If you've not seen the clip, it's worth having a look at. And uh, obviously, you have got the people online already who are like, "What's so funny about this?" You're like, <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't describe it. It's just somebody being joyous about something. It's, like, silly. it's a perfect, almost a perfect. 
bit joking away because it's something being one thing and another at the same time. I yes. think that's why, like juxtaposition in your face. So it's the, well, I mean, it's a woman laughing at herself that's so funny, but of because course, it's yeah, her yeah. and Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, it's Hello. lovely. It's a lovely, it's really quite like life affirming and, 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 and uh, jolly. It's probably the reason why face swap is so yes, funny. Absolutely. Because that it's two things at stuff. once. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny, isn't it? I know. It's absolute fun. So, um, so I, I watched it yesterday and I just thought, I was a bit jealous. I was a bit envious, actually. I thought, when was the last time I really laughed like that? Like, really? So your sides are hurting, your tits, like, wiping <laughs> tears. And it's always something ridiculous, right? And, and, and You didn't silly. go and buy a Chewbacca mask. I didn't. I thought that had been done. I thought steal, <laughs> I don't want to steal her material. And uh, so I'm asking you this morning, when was the last time you absolutely laughed like a goon? <laughs> like a total goon, and you just couldn't stop laughing. There's tears in your eyes. You, you think you might actually die. You might actually die from laughing, like, really hard. Um, I'm, invariably, it'll, be, it'll involve a loved one. I'm sure of it. That's that, They're the ones that you see someone fall or you... There's something. I, I, one of the funniest... I remember when I was thinking back about it this morning, one of the funniest things I saw was at school, there was a lad in our school who was really tall, really tall, Paul. Tall Paul. Tall but Paul. we never actually called him that. That's the first time I've no, made that link. small Paul, And uh, he, was he was, like, six four at... 12, yeah. like he was massive. And uh, he ended up about, about 15, he was about 6'4". And really good looking, chatting up a girl at a bus stop. Really suave and like much more confident than any of us. Like <laughs> He never seemed to get spots and, you know, he was that yeah. guy. And he was in the middle of chatting up this girl at a bus stop when the single-decker bus came round the corner and the wing mirror hit, <laughs> hit him on the back of the head. <laughs> it was... And he went down. Just That's went just down. just the world telling him oh, off. Oh, it? it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. As a tall person, I've got to watch them. when, when bus, They do flat by you. Yeah, yeah. You think, God, I could easily get paddled. Absolutely. Where real music matters. I like that retrospective. Yes. Laughing when when you can't laugh at the time, <laughs> yes. but afterwards, you know, when it's all blown over. Like, <laughs> like a bit ago, I was, I was walking my brother's dog in the Peak District and mm. I went, I came up to the brow of a hill. It was like a grassy mm. piece of land. And I went over, the, the dog ran over the brow of the hill. And I, all I heard was this pandemonium screaming mm. for like, just, it, it's male and female, female, young and old voices. Screaming, just, oh no! Yeah, whoa, 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 ah, get it away! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the why I picked up the pace, made it over the brow of the hill, the dog. And I get at that moment, you're thinking, what's happened? Like, yeah, this is going to be severed something yeah, horrible. Yeah, 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 exactly. I run over the um, brow of the hill, and it was indeed a scene of carnage, but fortunately, no one had been hurt. What had happened is the dog had ran over and knocked over a barbecue. Oh, right. I just, well, ruined got, got under day. it. Ruined someone's day. Just with his nose, just flipped up the barbecue. There's all these half-cooked sausages <laughs> in the... The dog's eating the sausage. It's just, like, talk about turning their world upside down. Of course. You know, seconds before, it was utter tranquility. <laughs> yeah. and, we're there, and, yeah. and we're delighted Chaos. that Deborah's finally got engaged. And then, bang! <laughs> <laughs> Barbecues flipped up. And so you didn't laugh at the time. Didn't laugh at the time. On. No, yeah, I just apologise. I was, I, you know, I, I, I was mortified. I love um, when somebody, it's usually my mum, in our house, it's always my mum, right? She'll say something or do something that just makes you laugh, like really laugh. And she, what's funny is everyone's laughing and she's like, like, what? What? <laughs> it's one of them. So, two examples of them. Uh, first one was um, when they got back from Egypt and she was going through her photos 
And she's going, and everyone's a bit bored, you know. She's going, this is me and uh, your dad, this is us in front of the... Uh, Slideshow. Uh, like yeah, but yeah. Just, no, just in her hand, you know. She's going, yeah. that's me and your uh, dad in front of uh, the pyramids. Yeah. Uh, that's when we went into the town centre and this fella just sold us this thing. Uh, oh, there's <laughs> your dad with a fez. Uh, like, you know, she goes through it. And then she goes, out of nowhere, just as I'm dropping off from watching, she goes, uh, and this is me and your dad in front of the sphincter. I was like, wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> gone! I was gone! <laughs> Twang! I was like, amazing! Sphincter. I actually framed that picture just because it makes me laugh when I, even though it is just in front of the Sphinx, <laughs> it really makes me laugh when I walk past it. It's and, not the back of the Sphinx, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> and the other one was when I told her I was going to, uh, which is a lot of people have done, but it was just because she was so worried. So I said to her, I've got to do some gigs in Afghanistan. So I rang her up. I said, I'm do some gigs in Afghanistan. And she went, what, for the troops? <laughs> It's just really made me laugh because I'm like, no, no, it's for the Taliban. They absolutely love me. I'm like their Norman Wisdom, Mum. We're under a lot of pressure at the moment. These lads need a lift. I just thought, you know what? The the, the fighting's not working. What about some gags? Maybe they just need cheering up. (laughs) Sorry. They were the moments that really made me laugh. Uh, So they're my ones. They're the ones that really hurt me laughing. And I'm I'm after yours as well. So 8.12.15 on the text. Uh, Lindsay uh, sent me a message. She said, uh, I laugh like a loon when my hubby ordered a new tool belt uh, for work from eBay. It arrived and he hadn't read the description properly as it was a teeny tiny action man one. It was about three centimetres big. That's a real life spinal tap. He thought he was getting a bargain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this was 25p. I had no idea Fisher Price did. Uh... <laughs> Amazing. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Samantha said, uh, I, I, I really laugh. I didn't laugh at the time, but now when I think about it, I really laugh. Her and her partner were in Tesco's, huh. and uh, she went to put the trolley back whilst he went to the car. I walked up to the. She walked up to the boot, which was an absolute mess, and said to him, this boot is a swear word, mm-hmm. swear word, hole. Absolutely. I think yeah. you can fill yeah, in the blanks yeah. there. So she turned around to him, this is a hole. To find that it wasn't our car, <laughs> and that it wasn't my partner, and I was greeted by a very shocked stranger. <laughs> she basically just slagged up a stranger. <laughs> She's looked at the boot and gone, God, that's a hole. <laughs> I love that. And then Sarah Timbers messaged me. She said, last week, only last week, whilst transporting three students home from an event, someone walked in front of the car and I had to slam on the brakes. It scared me so much I did a little trump. She did a little trump, much to the teenager's shock. (laughs) And then I laughed and laughed. I had to pull over because the tears were in her eyes. I mean, the trump is always funny. Always funny, funny, yeah. Always, always funny. Uh, So 8, 12, 15... Is the text, or you can give me a call, 033-0123-1215, like Karen has. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Hello, where are you calling from? I'm from Morden in Essex. Lovely stuff. Go on then. I'm I'm, I'm well, thanks very much. So, Karen, when was the last time you massively laughed? (laughs) Well, I was about seven months pregnant. My husband and I had been to the Courtard Art Gallery in Aldrich, London. We were leaving, it was winter, it had been raining, and he decided for his sensibility to wear some brand new leather soled shoes so as we were leaving he's meant to be escorting me he slips on the um pavement as we leave the pavement (laughs) he's supposed to be like holding holding you up to me i'm seven months pregnant (laughs) that is a big great the pavement is the widest pavement in london it's got to be about 10 foot wide and at the end parked up nice and neatly was this lovely blue porsche car 
He All did. Nice. It was pure Scooby-Doo. I mean, he was trying not to fall down. People were walking past looking at him. He was doing the hands were fine, the legs were moving. And then he did this move and he skidded and he hit the car head on. Oh, I mean, and then he wow. collapsed. I mean, the alarm's going off. And what I was crying, I mean, belly laughing, crying. I mean, I, I mean, it was like... Then he went into labour. Well, we managed to get a taxi, and we were trying to go back to Liverpool Street, and I cried to the point the bloke in the taxi, because he didn't know why we were laughing. Oh, has got a bruise on his head, and I'm wet. Oh, bless your husband. You need to go hospital. And I, thought, I mean, I really thought I was going to get labour. It was the funniest. To this day, Did he laughing. Uh, was he laughing though, or did he? Was he still he very much in pain? Me. Once, he, once he sort of regained the shame, I mean, it was it was packed. Yes. People stepped over him. No one helped. There him. is a, <laughs> <laughs> there is a moment, isn't there, of like pride, like when well, you've got to let the pride go before the laughter flows. Well, he did because he stood up, sort of dusted, himself, and he's wet, obviously, because obviously the paper's wet. He's wet, and it's like <laughs> and the, he, was, he, he laughed, I mean, it was funny. Oh, himself. bless him! <laughs> what's it, what's his name? Andrew. Andrew, all right. Me. Well, I bet he will. Thanks, Karen. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Richard's message in, he says, Hi Jason, uh, the time I nearly laughed myself unconscious was when my brother and sister-in-law ordered a wheel, wheel covers for their 4x4. Four four. Uh, I presume for that back tyre, I guess. They have that, don't they? The, the wheel Yes, cover. it often says the name of the dealership. Yes, it? it does, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, they've ordered a Harrison's Motors Stockport. Yeah. Mm. Uh, at the time, they had two horses called Pom and Star. When the wheel cover arrived, arrived it had an image of a horse's face uh, with the phrase Porn Star. Uh, in huge letters across the front. It was brilliant. Sadly, they never used it. <laughs> They've got it branded for yeah, the... they've got it branded for the two horses. I love that. Uh, Rod in Sussex says, Hi, Jason, I nearly wet myself when my girlfriend had a mishap when we were going out riding our horses. This is another horse-based oh. uh, mishap. Uh, we had ridden to a pub for lunch, and when it was time to leave... That's quite... That's quite cowboyish, isn't it? Just pop into the pop into the bar. Mm, ride to the pub on, on, a, horse. on a horse. Where we are they ridden, from? The, uh, 19... uh, Sussex. Oh. Yeah. We had ridden to the pub for lunch and when it was time to leave, she didn't check her horse's girth properly uh, before she mounted. So she put her foot in the stirrup and as she was swinging a leg over, the saddle slid round <laughs> under her horse. She ended up sitting on the grass. Myself and the others in the beer garden fell about laughing. She did not see the funny side and, and accused me of sabotage. <laughs> That's always, always check your saddle before you. People mount will, a horse. yeah, absolutely. It's I mean, basic. We know that as yeah. uh, as, as, as horse riders. Uh, if uh, if you've got uh, a moment that you really laugh like a goon, we want to hear about it this morning. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on sex, or you can give me a call. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Debbie has done just that. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Jason. Morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Cracking. Yeah, well, thanks. So tell us about the last time you laughed like an absolute goon. Well, my friend uh, Lee and I went to the Lost Gardens of Heligan, and as we were coming out of the Lost Gardens of Heligan, she told me to mm -hmm. duck. I did not duck. I banged my head on a rhododendron branch. My wow. one and only brain cell landed in the lake. The rhododendron <laughs> branch shook he heavily, laughing. 
I laughed, she laughed. Oh, the rhododendron was laughing at you? <laughs> yes, the rhododendron was laughing at me. Two minutes later, we're in a pub, come out of a pub, or walk into a hanging basket. It didn't just hit me once, it hit me wow. twice, because it came back at Wow! Bang, front then, and back. Front and back. <laughs> <laughs> then we went to fill up the car with fuel, and oh the door God, on God. the Tesco's door, after I was paying, clearly said, Paul. I pushed and banged my head into the door. I'm now looking at my friend, laughing, laughing at me in the car. Crikey, you like Frank Spencer? I, I Calamity. Car, I was on my hands and knees, crying with laughter. <laughs> you banged your head on the car. <laughs> yes. One more. Wow. Yeah, yeah, three times in one day. <laughs> That's impressive. It sounds like it's made you slightly delirious, Debbie, as well. <laughs> I am slightly delirious. I still laugh at it now. God love but you. Thanks, Deb. <laughs> <laughs> What's your red? What's your red? Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I just remembered another one of mine. Because sometimes, it's not always uh, loved ones, sometimes it is a stranger. I was at Euston once, and a, and a businessman, business type, in his uh, pinstripe suit, briefcase proper old school he was about maybe Broly. oh yeah the lot uh in his sort of mid 50s um he went to do a massive sneeze he started to give it the, eh, oh eh, yeah eh, you know one of them like, yeah. eh, eh. and then he did the sneeze and it because he got his hand there it sounded exactly like a fart like so he sort of did like a sneeze but <laughs> yeah so he went, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> oh mate i was gone <laughs> but what was weird? Because it was London, nobody else laughed. I thought if that was Manchester, it'd have yeah. made, made the evening. It'd have been in the paper, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would have made him mayor. It'd have been on the front of the paper that he was carrying. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the old sneeze fart. We, 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 had a, we had a smashing situation, that, that a family one, mm. a bit ago. Because, um, do you, do, have you ever had a phone call from... Uh, from you know you get those like Nigerian email scams. Oh yeah, yeah you've yeah, got yeah, nine million dollars yeah. if yeah, you just yeah, give yeah. us all your money first. Yeah, yeah. And there was a, there was a spate of them where and they were coming out of Mumbai. That's right. where they got they got oh, famous. Okay. And what would happen was people would phone up. Guys from Mumbai would phone random people in the UK hmm. and say uh, that they're Microsoft engineers. Oh, and try and get on their computer. And yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. guide you through a process on your computer which makes you end up. Without unwittingly, you yeah. put a virus on your computer, right. and then they charge you to take the virus off. Oh. That's the scam in its wow, completion, right. right? And my dad's not very computer savvy no. at all, um, and I always look after his. You do, yes, you, you, you know, do. You have to, don't you? And um, he mentioned something about getting a phone call from someone who was from Microsoft, yes. and I sort of freaked out. And went, "Oh God, Dad! If, if anyone phones about the computer, just yeah. ignore them. You know, <laughs> yes. they, 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 they bring you no good at yes. all. In fact, to be honest, Dad, if anyone from India." Yeah. phones it's a scam yeah hang up at once Fair just enough. hang yeah. up right advice, yeah. about eight months later <laughs> my mum was 70 and we'd um we were going out for a meal for her 70th birthday there's about right. 18 of us it's in our amazing family amazing remembered that yeah go on yeah. <laughs> and we, we booked the curry house in sheffield and it's the 70th birthday and it's a quite a small curry house so we, yeah. we'd basically taken over it the curry house yeah. from eight till uh, 10 or something and uh, the phone rings just before we were all getting ready to leave about half six and uh, the phone rings my dad, you can hear my dad on the phone going hello are you what i can't hear you are you, are you calling from india sorry i'm not interested <laughs> and he hangs up the phone oh, no. right? luckily oh, no. my sister heard it and went that sounds a bit weird <laughs> did 1471 phones and back it was the courier oh, no. checking that the booking was all right 
And my dad had just almost ruined my mum's inadvertently racism. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine walking into that career and they said, (laughs) There he is. He hung the phone upon us earlier. (laughs) Cringe. Amazing. Uh, it's eight twelve fifteen on the uh, on the text. Let's see, let's see if we've got enough time for this one because this made me laugh. Uh, and then we'll uh, yeah, then we'll play Rolling Stones. Uh, so this is from um, this is anonymous. Like they can't give the name because this is a bit is a bit dark. Oh yeah. So he's a paramedic, but you know the paramedics and the cops they and the fire, they? they've got a dark sense of humour. Oh, it's gallows. You know, it's absolute gallows humour. So uh, he or she says, "I'm a paramedic attempting resuscitation." on a cardiac arrest in a church one Sunday morning. Oh. The entire this this ends fine. This right, person right. is alive, but so let's not let's not get too worried. Uh, the entire congregation was silent, watching us do CPR, using the defibrillator, administering drugs, etc. Suddenly, my phone starts ringing. The ringtone is Sydney Sampson Riverside. Let's go. I can't answer it. I'm too busy. But my crew uh, uh, had realized the beat of the song was perfect for chest compressions and is working in time with the music. We can't look at each other, but I can feel my shoulders starting to shake and my mouth twitch. My phone keeps ringing, but thank God we got a pulse and made the right decision to move to the hospital then. Uh, the husband travelled with us, so we, ca- we, couldn't, we still couldn't laugh properly until we've handed our patient over uh, and, uh, and the family as well. We managed to do our job brilliantly and laughed hysterically afterwards. Wow. <laughs> in the West Midlands there, still laughing. Crikey. It'd be good if that song's used as, like, training yeah. for people <laughs> in CPR. This is your perfect tempo. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I, I just remembered a um, something that happened to, well, it was an ex-girlfriend's family many, many, many years ago, and uh, where I really laughed, and just in a room of people who weren't laughing, you know, that sort of awkward moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're, we're, we're with um, <clears throat> her auntie, we're at auntie's house, uh, Auntie Dot, and, uh, you know, she's an elderly uh, lady, and um, she said something along the lines of, uh, she was referring to a lady part for right. some whatever story that she was telling. Right. And she says, um, oh, I'll tell her that. She was talking about the, 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 the niece, the little tiny uh, niece who was about four. And she said, she was going to the bathroom. She said, make sure you wash your foo. She said, make sure you wash your foo, she said. And I said, foo? Like, I've heard some names for it. But foo? Where's that come from? And the family were like, that's just what we call it. It's always the foo, you know, it's what, it's what it's called. Anyway, we started to chat about it, trying to find the entomology of the, where this started. Foo, where's this started? It turns out that the auntie, who's quite elderly, she's the one who started it. They, they traced it back. And she said, oh, it was in the newspaper. Uh, I saw it in the newspaper many, many years ago. A, a young gymnast, it said in the paper, a young gymnast was on the beam and she'd, fought, and she'd fallen off the... And in the article it said, uh, a young gymnast uh, has, has fallen off the beam and injured a foo. That's what it said. And I said, <laughs> do you think... They ran out of space. They've just left the letter T <laughs> yeah. off the end. That poor girl's just got a sore foot. <laughs> the realisation on their faces was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. We've been saying foo for 40 years. <laughs> Uh, so that was uh, um, that was a uh, uh, that did make me laugh. Jason, Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford.
Bedford. Where real music matters. Some people starting to do the Still Manchester early for run. Some, isn't it? I, I mean, if I wasn't doing this and I, and I didn't have the kids, just I would. Stirring. Absolutely. Yeah. But I've got my youngest is uh, fifteen months, so early is early. I mean, five. Is it or? Oh god! The worst thing about it is like smug parents. You get these like smug parents who, without even being prompted, they just give <laughs> yeah. you like, my baby goes to bed at seven and uh, sleeps through till eight, and. What I'd like to say to them is the baby only does that is because it's bored of your company. That's what's happened. The first and last hour, it's actually just pretending because it doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to say that to them. They don't like it. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I'm glad I'm not the only one who uh, gets annoyed with smug parents. Quite a few people joining in this morning. Ellie said, that that is so true. Saying, my baby goes to bed at seven, sleeps for ten hours. Oh, it's, it's really annoying. I like Vicky as well, who says, the thing is, with, the, with, with kids getting up so early, um, it's why parents can't lose weight. It's because you have to have your lunch at ten o'clock in the morning, because actually that is... That's lunch. That's lunch time to you. <laughs> you have to fit in an extra meal sometimes. <laughs> and Yolanda uh, message said, that used to be me, I used to be a smug parent, then I had another baby and I realised I wasn't quite the super mum I thought I was. The baby either sleeps or it doesn't. <laughs> I'm a bit like that, because I've got five children, and so with, with the fifth one, yeah. she slept brilliantly for about 12 months, and uh, I was like, well... Not in one go. No, no, that would be, uh, that'd be brill, but also, yeah, yeah. like, boring. Medically so worrying. Yes, it would be. I'd better go and see a doctor. Uh, no, she she slept very well for the yeah. first sort of 12 to 14 months, and then in the last sort of six weeks has been an absolute nightmare, but oh. I was smug for a good good 10 months there i was like this is obviously i mean i didn't tell anyone that yeah. i thought i was brilliant oh good so you went an outwardly no smart. no i kept it internal yeah, yeah, yeah. which i'm glad about because it totally bit me on the back <laughs> only a few days later uh, also i'm not a, i mean i'm not a brilliant parent like I, i'm good at, i'm a good dad like i'm a good laugh you've got to be I, good enough haven't you yeah my kids enjoy my company but like like the other day like i picked my kids up from school right and i was driving away from school so i picked the big four from school and uh I was, I was driving away, the school, ra about 10 minutes from the school, the, the school rang, and uh, just for some admin -y thing that I, that I needed to talk to them about, and uh, they rang. So on the, on the, the phone thing there, on, the, on the, the hands free, it came up with the kid's school's name, yeah, the, yeah. the school's name. And my first thing that I did before I answered was checking my rear view mirror to make sure all the kids were there. <laughs> that was the first thing I did. So the school's ringing. Oh, I've left the kid well, at school. Maybe I've left yeah. one of my kids well, at school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to wait another year for that celeb dad of the year, I think. <laughs> it's not coming. It's not coming anytime soon. Right, I've got three news stories, Tom. Go on. That I've seen three headlines this week, uh, and uh, it's up to you which one we uh, we chat about. So here's the here's the three, okay, that we're going to go with. Yeah. Uh, first one, uh, some male spiders. This is on CNN. Some male spiders must give generous gifts to their female mates or die. Whoa! Oh, I know it's a big one, that isn't it? Big one. Must I mean, give. What's a generous gift? For a I don't know. I mean, I don't know what a gift is for a couple of flies. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than three flies. What? I don't, what does a female spider want? A bee? Like, does it get? Does it get better? I, I mean, I hope it didn't want shoes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's an expensive do. Yeah. <laughs> you have to attack a millipede. <laughs> Take what he had. Uh, then this. This was the other one that I quite like. This was uh, in uh, at the, in the Edinburgh News. Thief caught after stopping to eat mince pie. 
This time it's just like currently. Well, I thought that as well, but no, I think he's just, it's just been in court, so it must have been around Christmas. Yeah, right, okay, if it was this time yeah. of year, I could see why he'd stop, because they are nice, and obviously in middle of May he's gone, God, I've not had one of them for ages. Yeah. That's worth the risk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you don't get, I'm not going to eat one of them till at least November. What, what was his crime, though? What did he actually... Um, he was uh, caught breaking, weirdly, he was caught breaking into a charity shop. Of all the places. He'd filled a Great, few... So it was closed. It was closed. In the night. And clothes. Uh, and he was... Yeah. Uh, f- he'd filled a load of shopping bags up, oh. uh, full of donated gifts. But instead of making a run for it, the hungry thief decided to heat heat up a mince pie in the charity shop's microwave. I mean, not not even cold, straight out of the box. <laughs> Unbelievable. The gall of the man. Uh, he was handed a seven... But, but let me... I, I'm, I'm confused. Were the mince pies from the charity shop? Yes, I think so, yeah. Who I, gives mince pies to a charity No, shop? I, I think it was in the kitchen, Tom. Right, I thought someone had donated. Don't think you're allowed to donate food to charity I shops. Have, it's not Harvest Festival, is no, it? No, that'd be a bit weird. But the, the police said, on arrival, they saw in the front door's glass panel had been forced and the pane glass was uh, lying on the floor. They entered the shop and saw a light upstairs. Uh, they, <laughs> all the boxes were everywhere. They entered the kitchen and found the accused standing eating a mince pie. <laughs> <laughs> he said he'd, be invi- he'd been invited in by a stranger, but then got locked in. That was his excuse. Someone just said I could come in. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and then this was this was the one. Drive by yogurt attack on crochet teacher's haberdashery leaves her shaken. Ooh, they're the worst. That's the they? most middle class headline I've yeah, ever heard. Yeah. I love haberdashery. That's my fa- one of my favourite words as well. It's great to go. My, my, my wife does haberdashery, and mm. occasionally I'll be sent to uh, John Lewis or somewhere like that on yeah. an errand <laughs> to pick up some zips or buttons or catches. <laughs> they all got fancy names or threads, and. Uh, and it's great because the, 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 because it's mainly women that go to them, that section yes, of, of course. the shops. Like, and, and all the women who are generally. Not necessarily work. so, Tom, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, not always, but of generally. Of course. So the, 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 it's a flirtation hotbed. Of course. When you, when you go in there and you. Wow. Because you, you, as a, you know, you go in as, as a. Haberdashery dating. Yeah, can I have two metres of, um, of lace, please, and uh, can I have four metres of silk thread, oh. and, and it's absolutely... He's a classy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah of it's, course. It's, it's brilliant. You feel so alive. But this one, drive-by yoghurt attack. Just listen yeah, to the words very, of this. That's middle class. <laughs> drive-by yoghurt attack. Someone's just driven past and thrown a yoghurt at this poor woman. Uh, just while she's in the middle of some oh. crochet. So he probably you know, spoiled a crochet as well as as, as shook her Absolutely. up. Absolutely. I, I just, I don't know. Doesn't mention what sort of yoghurt it was. Was it out, like, in the tub or was it... I think it was in the tub, yeah. Shucked, like, like sloshed. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't know the full details, but... How, how dare he <laughs> yeah. would, be the, would be the punchline, wouldn't it, if we were doing this? <laughs> Not very cultured. This is... Jason Manford. This is... There's a lot of parents making me feel better this morning on the text about thinking that you might have left a child at school. Uh, Elaine, (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was just me, but that's what's nice about this show. Sometimes you just say something thinking, I think this was quite funny, wasn't it? This is something that happened, but genuinely I was... Turns out you're normal. Absolutely normal. Elaine says, I'm one of five children. The principal brought one of us home on more than one occasion. (laughs) I mean, it's never got to that point. The teacher having to bring the kid home. Oh. How many? One of five. One of five. That's only five. Uh, Tiffany says, I'm one of 12. You safe well, to must have happened all the time. Safe to say a head count was done wherever we went. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of that head counting going on. Claire says, my first thought on seeing the school number uh, show up on the phone is, what's he done now? Were you a naughty kid? Were you a... 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Not, not most not comedians were. But, but I, 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 did, I did, I did get up to some. Were you ever right. suspended or anything? Were you ever that? No, I, I used to be just, I sort of taught myself out of it yeah, whenever I've... that kind of thing happened. <laughs> yeah. Any sort of mischief. And also I was left to me because I've got older brothers mm. and they were pretty, they weren't really naughty either. But when, whenever they were, basically by the time I came along, I think my parents were like, just let them get on with it. They always turn out all yeah. right. <laughs> yes, so I of was course, just, yeah. I used to run riot really. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was quite naughty, I think. I, 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 but, but talky naughty rather than. Yeah. I never really did anything terrible. I locked a teacher in a cupboard once. That's awful. That's that, not that. She was kidnap. No, I she right. It's a hostage. Situation. She was being she was being a bit I was about 8. No, 7. I thought I was 7 or 8. There's always an excuse. And I was it sounds petty <laughs> now, of course. I'd drawn a, 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 a an astronaut and she accused me of uh, ch uh, tracing it. And I said, I haven't. I drew that freehand. Did you? And I had, actually. I had drew it freehand. And she um, told me, and she, she embarrassed me in front of the class. Like, she told me off in front of the class and put it in the bin, even though I'd spent oh, ages doing it. Yeah, she wasn't a great teacher. She wasn't a great teacher, to be fair. And, uh, <laughs> even in hindsight. And uh, so she went into the cupboard, and I still was smarting from this embarrassment. So I just closed the door and locked it. Was it a big cupboard? Like a storeroom? Like or? a storeroom cupboard, yeah. yeah. Just locked it. In fact, I, and when she came out, she was like, who did that? And, and none of the class grasped me up, to be fair. It was one of those How did she schools. Get out um, so I, I let her out. Right. I let her out and then sort of scarpered. And, um, yeah, I never, I never got, never got in trouble for it. In really? fact, I've never told anyone until <laughs> just now. Well, they, they could be a very awkward knock on Imagine the door. Imagine I get, like, yeah. a, like if you committed a crime, you would get done for it. Like, those are the historical school crimes. <laughs> just <laughs> telling everybody now. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We were talking about all sorts, but we're, we're actually genuinely <laughs> having a nightmare <laughs> situation We now. predicted this. We did predict this at eight o'clock when we started the show. Essentially, what's happened is, in Manchester today is the 10k run, yeah. and it runs right past the entrance of the car park uh, of where we are at Key 103 at the... Uh, at, um, at the radio station on, on Castle on Castle Key, and uh, so me and Tom are in there, and uh, Tom, who's got a gig tonight in Banbury, Banbury near Oxford. Uh, yeah. Now the car is trapped, but there was no sign when we dro when we drove yeah. into the car park. There was no signs to say, "Don't park here, mate," because there's a run happening and <laughs> outside. And to uh, think uh, that that two and a half hours ago we flippantly remarked, "Ah, oh, this happened to me last time. Nightmare. I got boxed in." <laughs> we even asked people to phone up. When did you last can't move your car? <laughs> Little did you know that we were sowing our own demise. Unbelievable. What are you going to do? Well, I'm all right because I live in Manchester. I can f I can walk somewhere. I'll just walk to Cholton or something, and then get a you know a bus from there. So I'll be fine, <laughs> and I'll get my car later on when the when the when the. But how are you going to get to Banbury? Well, that's uh, that. Because that's... the thing is, you were telling us earlier that you once got your your. This is not the first time a sporting event. No, this is this has is trapped your car. Last time, I, I, this was a bit. Now I'm in a proper car park. Last time, I, I was cheekily parked. So you were wrong last outside time. Outside a gig on double yellows, I right. left it overnight. And when I went to get it in the morning, the Liverpool triathlon, I was basically yes. on the finishing line. It was in, on the Albert <laughs> dock. If I moved my car one way, I'd have just gone in the dock. If I'd have reversed it, and I'd this have taken time out the ten k, the Manchester ten k run, done the same thing. I mean, five o'clock is when it's going to be free, but that's too late. It's, it's too because you're meeting thing. the meeting the wife as well. Meeting the wife, yeah, I can't get my head around. But when you you know when you suddenly find that your car it doesn't work or you know you can't you, the, the the your life's your over, life isn't it? Flips. 
It's like your mobile phone not working. You're like, what? We've got a, we've got a text here. Can I read it? Yeah, out, yeah, right? go it for says, it. Hi, Jason. I um, drove down to Plymouth for my cousin's hen night last night. We had to leave at six o'clock. Um, to this morning, yeah. yeah, yeah. To, and they decided to fill up the tank before the, we went out. So she oh, got to Plymouth yeah. for the Hindu, spent all day driving, right? Yeah. Got there. Being sensible, thought she'd fill up Course. for the return Makes leg. Uh, but she filled up with unleaded instead of diesel. Oh, no. Classic blunder. Oh, how they laughed. Uh, and then spent the evening on the industrial estate with a petrol station, waiting for the uh, the car to be drained. So she missed the Hindu and then had to get up at six o'clock to buy. <laughs> so she basically she drove all day to, to incorrectly oh. fill the car up, spend the night sorting that, and then drive back the next. I day. mean, I'm laughing at her, but actually, you're in very much a similar situation. <laughs> yeah. Other than that was her fault. There comes a point you got to laugh, or you, you know. I mean, you've been being very good natured about it. I tell you what, mate, I would be kicking right off. Would you? Yeah. Who would you blame them? I'd probably blame um, just one of the producers at Absolute Radio for not yeah. doing uh, just research. For not, a for bit not of research. putting correct science. Yeah. On the car park. Oh. There are signs everywhere, though. They do say, like, event. No, there's loads of signs. They're so teasing, those signs. They don't tell you enough. They just say, event on. Events on. It's yeah. all a bit nudge, nudge, wing, wing. <laughs> Next time I see one of them, I'm going to research the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to go, what is this? I want plans. I want maps. So how is Tom going to get from Manchester to Banbury at 11am? Because you're meeting the wife I was supposed there. to meet the wife at Banbury. I said I'd be there at 2 Bamboo oh, train station mate. to drive her to this. Um, we're going for a spa afternoon. Oh, mate, it just gets club. worse. It's like she's been looking forward to it. I've got a swimsuit. She goes, Don't forget my swimsuit. I bought that. Oh. I haven't seen her for a few days. Totally a special day. Oh, which, mate. Um, you it's know, it's just worse. been dealt a curveball here. A curveball, all right. Crikey. So if anyone's got a jetpack or. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Tom is leaving us. Bye, Tom. See ya, see ya, see ya. The day, the day has turned. It's gone, hasn't it? It's, oh. we, the day's spoiled. I cannot believe we predicted this as well. Unbelievable. The, <sighs> oh, the serendipity last, of it. The last time I leave the house when there's run people running in the street. Ridiculous. So Tom is now running to uh, a train station to get a train down to Banbury to make his gig uh, this evening. And his lovely spa day with his wife, which is in jeopardy <laughs> because of uh, the 10k run. How dare those people raising all that money for charity yeah. block us into the car Locked park. Boxes in again. Second time. Boxed in. Second time this year. Can't even do a 45 point turn to no. get out because there's only water on the other side. Yeah, I'm just stranded till 4pm. Oh, mate. Well, good. look, you'll be all right. Get on that train, chill out, relax, get a G&T, you know, feet <laughs> drink up. Drink on trains, can't you? Oh, you can drink on trains, all right. A lot of people drink a yeah. lot on trains. I've Isn't seen people it? drinking on trains more than they do in pubs. Yeah. They oh, go for it. I've seen 9 a.m. I was on a train the other day from Aberdeen, 9 a.m., two blokes, Stella's. <laughs> Straight away. Unbelievable. A breakfast, Stella. Yeah. Oh, the train, mate. What else has to do? Amazing. Just sit for a bit. Just... <laughs> Just chill out. Look out the window. It's beautiful up there. <laughs> oh, no, I've got to kill the time. I've got a Stella. Right, off you go, my friend. Don't miss Thank that you, train. Mate. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. Thanks for joining us on the show <laughs> this morning. Uh, I have no idea how I'm getting home. I mean, that's another kettle of fish. But I'll just, I'll, I'm going to just join in with the 10 Kers, I think, even though I'm in jeans. I'm just going to sort of trot along, I think, <laughs> and have a wonder. So if you see me, uh, definitely say hello uh, as I walk around uh, along Chester Road in Manchester, uh, sweating, even though I don't have to be. Thanks, mate. Great to see you. Nice to see you too. See you soon. He's like a little his hobo. He's got his bag on. <laughs> just, just leaving. Off he goes. What? what, what?
what a sad end to what was a jolly show. We had a great old time, and uh, I've literally <laughs> now I'm by myself. I, I've I've never been by myself before uh, on the on the radio. I often have someone to chat to, but um, hey ho, these things happen. Uh, best of luck to all those people who've uh, blocked our cars in this morning uh, on the Manchester run. I have no ill feeling at all against you. Only um, some of the people who work here. Uh, at Castle Key, who should have told us when we arrived. <laughs> but it's fine. It's totally fine. I'm not even angry. Not even angry about it. Uh, if uh, I think it's Sarah Champion up next uh, on uh, Absolute Radio down in London, where I'm sure she'll be able to get in and out of the studio with absolute ease and not be blocked by anyone. Uh, have a lovely, lovely week. I'll obviously be on Twitter and Facebook all week, so if there's anything you want uh, me to chat about on next week's show, do let me know. Uh, any just crazy headlines. Like, I can find the ones in the paper, like in the main papers, but if there's anything local to you that you think, Jason has got to see this and have a chat about, then please, please let me know, either on the Facebook or the Twitter, at Jason Manford. Have a lovely Sunday, and I will see you next week. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.